0: Open with a word of prayer, and then we'll jump into Psalm 56. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to gather and to worship. We thank you for the freedom to worship freely. We thank you for the simple things like a building and heat that allow us to meet, even in this cold. Heavenly Father, our desire this evening is that you would be honored in all that is said and done. I pray that you would work through your word as we study. I pray that even as we just sing, we would trust and obey. I pray that you'd be honored in all that is said and done. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 56. Be merciful to me, O God. For man would swallow me up, fighting all day he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? All day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together, they hide, they mark my steps when they lie and wait for my life. Shall they escape by iniquity? And anger cast down the people, O oh God. You number my wanderings, put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render praises to you. For you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling? And I may walk before God in the light of the living. here in the psalm in the 50s we're in a section where David is continually being hounded by his enemies. last week in psalm fifty five David was um, betrayed by family, by those who were close to him. It was surprising and you may remember the whole the whole The feeling of the psalm was heavy. But as you come to Psalm 56, the feeling is completely different. See, David's situation hasn't really changed. It's a different situation, but there's still enemies who are against him. In fact, if you look at the uh, introduction to the psalm, it says, "To The chief musician set to the silent dove in distant lands, a miktam of David, when the Philistines captured him in Gath. David is not in pleasant circumstances as he writes this psalm. In fact, he is surrounded by terrifying circumstances. He has been captured. He's not just on the run. He has been captured by his enemies, by the Philistines. And yet, the psalm has a very triumphant and joyful feel to it. Time and again, David says, I will trust in you. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? Time and time again. As you work your way through this psalm, you see uh, kind of two choruses. There's a chorus in verse 4 and then verse 10 and 11. And so you kind of have a back and forth. You have David's enemies, verses 1 and 2. David's God, verse 3, chorus. Then, David's enemies, verses 5 to 7, David's God, verses 8, or verse, let's see, hold on, I've got this wrong here, David's enemies, verses 5 to 7, David's God, verses 8 to 9, and then Chorus, verse 10, and then verses 12 to 13, kind of a triumphant response of David. And the first thing you see in verses 1 and 2 is David's enemies. David's enemies. Starts out with the cry of a desperate man, a man who needs mercy, crying to the God of mercy, Be merciful to me, O God! For man would swallow me up. Man would consume me. He would destroy me. I am in the hands of my enemies. Be merciful to me, O God! Hear me. See me. Fighting all day he oppresses me. Constantly. He is against me. That's what he goes on to say in verse 2. My enemies hound me all day long. Over and over again. My enemies are hounding me. They're oppressing me. There are many who fight against me. Oh, most. High. And then verse 3 takes a surprising turn. As you read those first two verses, you get the idea this is going to be one of those psalms where David's in the dumps, the whole song until he gets to the end and he finally realizes, wait, God's in control. That's not what we find. We find the first two verses, David's telling us what's going on, and then he, he it's almost as if, but I'm good. My enemies are against me, they're hounding me. All day long, they're against me. They fight against me. There are many of them. But whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Whenever I am afraid. David's enemies are great, but David's God is greater. Whenever, at any time, regardless of the situation, regardless of what is making me afraid, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. We know that feeling of being afraid, do we not? How often do we find ourselves afraid? How easy it is to be afraid. There's so many things that are outside of our control. So many things that we don't see the bigger picture. We don't understand what is going on. That whenever at the beginning of verse 3, it could almost be at all times. I'm always there's so much. I'm so often afraid. In fact, I found myself so often blinded by fear. But I will trust in you. I will trust anytime, regardless of circumstances, regardless of what is going on. Notice that David's faith here is a conscious choice. Whenever I am afraid, I will choose to trust in you. I will trust. Notice that this conscious choice does not immediately remove the fear. David finds himself in a situation. He says, I'm afraid. I will trust. David's situation hasn't changed. He still has cause to be afraid. He's still a captive. He's still in the hands of these Philistines who captured him at Gath. It does not immediately remove the fear, but it redirects my fear from what is causing me to fear to the answer to my fears. That's what David does here. It doesn't remove the fear, but he, he refocuses from what is causing fear to the answer to that fear, to God. I will trust whenever I am afraid. Late at night as I lay on my bed and thoughts just run through my mind and I find myself fearing, I will trust. In the presence of my enemies, I will trust. In the doctor's office, I will trust. At the bed of a loved one who is dying, I will trust. in the mountaintops and in the valleys, I will trust. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust. That's where David goes in verse 4. He keeps going with this. In God, I will praise his word. Notice that I will in verse 3 and in verse 4. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust. In God, I will praise his word. It's almost as if David is willing himself to do this. He is forcing himself to focus. As his enemies are all around him, as, as, as he doesn't understand what is going on, he is saying within himself, I will trust. I don't feel like trusting right now, but I will trust. I will praise his word. I don't know if you've ever been like that when you find yourself praying, or something's going on, you're, you're in a situation, your mind won't rest. Maybe it's late at night, or maybe it's just a prayer time, and, and you're sitting there, and you're working through that, and you're saying, God, I know who you are. I know what you have said. Help me. I will do this. I will trust. I will believe. That's what I kind of picture David doing here. This, this, don't get it wrong. This trusting isn't easy for David. David's no different than you and I. David is wrestling with this. David is saying, I am choosing to trust. I don't feel like it. It's not easy. It doesn't come naturally to me. But I will do it. I will praise his word. I will do it. And God, I have put my trust. And I will not fear not because my problem is solved, not because my issue is gone, but because my God is near. Because my God is greater than my issue, He's greater than my enemies, and He sees me even here in captivity. So I will trust. In fact, look at this confident statement at the end of, of verse 4. What can flesh do to me? What can flesh do to me? My God is greater It reminds me of Romans 8.31, a passage that might have jumped into your mind. If God is for us, who can be against us? We struggle to remember that, do we not? When you're in the chaos of a day, of a situation, and, and everything seems against you, and you are tempted to fear... It's hard to remember that. What can flesh do to me? My God's in control. My God is sovereign. He is greater than anything that is going on around me. So what can flesh do to me? Therefore, I will trust in my God. I will not fear. In Verses 5 to 7, David returns back to his enemies. Again, all day they twist my words. It's constant. All their thoughts against me are for evil. They're not wanting to do nice things to David. Everything they do is, is evil. They're, they're planning this out. They gather together. They hide. They mark my steps. When they lie and wait for my life, shall they escape by iniquity? In and, and verse 7 here, David calls for God to judge them. In anger, cast, them down, cast down the peoples. Oh, God. I'm trusting in you. Even in this this situation, these circumstances, I'm tempted to fear. I'm choosing trust. And one of the things that I'm trusting in is that you will do what is right. That you will judge them. Not only that you'll remove me from this situation, that you'll you'll take away this pain, this fear, that you will judge them. And your righteous anger, you will cast them down. Oh God. David longs for justice. And then he reminds himself of his God. Verses 8 to 9. He returns to his God. It's as if he, he turns for a second, looks at his enemies, his situation, turns back to God. Looks at a situation for a second, turns back to God. Verse 8 God cares. You number my wonderings, you see me. You see me wherever I am, even in captivity, even here, being captured by my enemies. You see me. You number my wanderings. Put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? Not only do you see me, you hear me when I cry. I love that that picture. Put put my tears into your bottle. As if God is, is collecting them. As if there's something... Precious, God sees, God hears. It's like one of my kids when they cry and I I wipe away their tears. It's precious. It's the picture here. God, care for me. You see me. You put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your books? You know what I'm going through. You know my pain. You feel it with me. You have not abandoned me. When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. And this I know because God is for me. God is on my side. This I know. This is David's confidence through this entire psalm. This is how in verse 3, even though David is in captivity, even though the enemy has him, David can say, I will trust. I will not fear. Why? Because God is for me. He knows exactly where I am. He knows exactly what I'm going through. And he knows why I'm going through it. Because he's doing something through it. For my good and for his glory. God is for me. Therefore he breaks out into chorus again in verse 10 and 11. And God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. And God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. And again, for what can man do to me? God is for me. What can man do to me? In verse 12 to the 13, then you have David kind of responding. Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God will render praises to you. Vows made to you. Now these vows aren't necessarily David trading with God. Right? You've all seen those, those movies or read those books or heard those stories where someone finds himself in a, a life and death situation and say, God, if you get me out of this, I will serve you forever. I promise I'll stop doing this or I'll start doing this. That, that's not what we find here. That's not what David means by I've made vows to you and I will keep them. It's not David trading with God. Rather, David is acting on faith in God. What David is saying here is not, if you will, then I will, but because you will, God, I will. You see, God has made specific promises to David. God has told him what will happen, where he will be. And so David trusts in God if God has told me this is what's going to happen in my life and I find myself in this situation here and I can't possibly see how I'm going to get over there I don't have to see it I just have to trust that it's going to happen therefore I will act on it God will get me out of this somehow God is doing something in this and so I will act on that I will act in faith I will be faithful verse 13 For you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling? You've protected me that I may walk before God. You equip me in the light of the living. I will be faithful, verse 12, because you are faithful, verse 13. Not only I will be, but I can be faithful because I know that you are faithful. Because I know that you will keep your word I can be faithful. I will be faithful. I will trust because my God is in control. My God will do all that he has said that he will do. Graham Scrooge, W. Graham Scrogie commented at the end of his commentary here, he goes, let your fear be of God and not of the foe. For he who fears God needs fear no one else. That's kind of the theme of this song, is it not? David is in a situation where you think it's natural to to fear the enemy, but he doesn't. Why? Because he fears his God. Let your fear be of God and not of the foe, for he who fears God need fear no one else. Brothers and sisters this evening, fear God. Don't be thrown off course by your circumstances. Don't be cast into fear. But with David proclaim, I will not fear. Because in God I've put my trust. What can flesh do to me? God is for me. I will not fear. So by way of application as we come to the end of Psalm 56. And as we move towards a time of prayer. First point of application, trust God. Trust God. See who He is. Hear what He has said. Look to His Word and trust Him. Trust God. Do not fear. Choose trust over fear. Secondly, be faithful. Be faithful. As you trust God in the circumstances that you find yourself, be faithful to do what God has called you to do. Don't let your circumstances throw you off course. Because if you are trusting God, you will be faithful to keep going. Be faithful because you know your God is faithful, because you trust Him. And finally, tell of His greatness. His last two lines, David says, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. This is who you are. This is what you have done. You are faithful, so I will be faithful. And what does that look like? It looks like walking before God in the light of the living. David's life, his faith, his trust, regardless of circumstances, is a testimony to all those around him that I am not fearing because I trust my God, because he is great. I am faithful to him because I know that he will be faithful. Let me tell you about him. Walk with him. Trust God. Be faithful. Tell of his greatness. So even as we transition to a time of prayer, as we bring our requests, trust him. Trust him. As you bring your requests before him, trust him. God, you know what's going on. I don't understand why this is going on, but I know that you do. I will trust you. I will not fear. I will trust. I will be faithful. Psalm 56. We'll take some prayer requests.